the backdoor Roth IRA versus the Roth IRA conversion. Since the release of the Build Back Better Act, there's been a lot of discussion on the differences between a backdoor Roth IRA and a Roth IRA conversion. So this podcast will go in detail and finally, for once, provide a simple explanation exactly as to what a backdoor Roth IRA is, what a Roth IRA conversion is, and then explain the differences. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's ad bits, the backdoor Roth IRA versus the Roth IRA conversion. So let me start with the backdoor Roth IRA. And here's a bit of a history lesson, which I think will offer a little bit of color and context as to where we are today. So prior to 2009, you were not able to do any conversion if you made more than $100,000. That includes converting an after-tax IRA to Roth, which is known as a backdoor Roth IRA, as well as converting pre-tax IRA to Roth, which is known as a conversion. What happened in 2009, if you can remember all the way back, the financial crisis. So what happened is Treasury needed money, right? Revenues were down, profits were down, businesses had losses, individuals were laid off, people's real estate assets decreased in value. It was a really tough time for the country economically. So what the government did is they said, okay, we need to raise revenue because our tax revenue is not going to meet our budgeted levels due to the financial crisis. So Roth conversions is a easy way to generate free tax revenue, at least premature tax revenue, since people are sending a tax check into the government prematurely. Since technically with a pre-tax IRA, you don't have to pay tax on distributions until you reach the age of 72, by doing a conversion, you will pay the IRS tax upfront on the current value. So they removed the prohibition on income levels for all conversions. That includes after-tax to Roth, as well as pre-tax to Roth. And actually, on top of that, they said, hey, for the 2010 taxable year, or the 2009 taxable year, if you do a conversion, you can pay tax over two years. So if you do a conversion in 2009, you're able to pay tax in 2010 and 2011, pro rata. So they wanted to encourage people to do conversions in order to generate some free tax revenue, or at least premature. So what happened? Now that the income limitation was removed for all conversions, including after-tax to Roth and pre-tax to Roth, the backdoor Roth IRA was born. So what's a backdoor Roth IRA? Backdoor Roth IRA essentially means you're converting after-tax IRA funds to Roth. Not pre-tax, but after-tax IRA funds. Now, why would anyone do an after-tax IRA contribution? Well, there's really only two reasons. Number one, you cannot make a pre-tax IRA contribution because you make too much money and you have access to a 401k at work. So you are forced to do an after-tax contribution because you're not allowed to do pre-tax. 
and you make more than 208,000 in 2021, so thus you're not allowed to do a Roth contribution. So if you want to be able to do Roth, because you're not going to be able ever to do pre-tax if you surpass the income threshold, then you have only one choice, and that's to do a backdoor Roth IRA, which entails doing a traditional after-tax contribution. So it's still an IRA contribution. You're going to open up an IRA with IRA Financial or Fidelity or Schwab. You're going to make an IRA contribution, traditional. You're just not going to take a tax deduction on your income tax return. Why can't you do a traditional IRA again? Either because you make too much money, you have access to a retirement plan at work, or your spouse does, and thus you're prohibited from doing a traditional IRA. And now you make more than 208000 at least in 2021, so you can't do a Roth, but you want to add a little bit more money into an IRA. So your only option is to do a backdoor Roth, which is after-tax IRA, maximum for 2021 is 6000 if you're under 50 or 7000 if you're over 50, and then you immediately convert it to Roth. So when you go after tax to Roth, there should not be any tax because again, it's an after tax contribution, not a pre-tax. You're not getting the tax deduction. So it's after tax to Roth. You can even do it the next day. Okay. So there's no growth on your income. For example, if you put $5,000 into an after tax IRA and you don't invest it, you just keep it in cash and you convert it the next day to Roth, there should not be any tax on that conversion. Now, Again, just to summarize, a backdoor Roth IRA was born after 2009, so starting in 2010 when there's no income limitations for Roths. Backdoor Roth IRAs mean you do an after-tax IRA contribution to Roth, not a pre-tax. If you do pre-tax to Roth, that's a conversion, which I'll get to in a moment. You only need to do a backdoor Roth IRA if you either make too much money and have access to a 401k at work to do a pre-tax IRA, or you make more than 208000 so you can't do a Roth, the backdoor Roth will allow you to put in up to six or 7,000 if you're over 50, and then just convert it to Roth. Now there's something known as a pro rata formula, which only applies to backdoor Roths. It does not apply to conversions. And I had a bunch of questions on this, which actually triggered me to do this podcast because I just wanted it to be super clear the difference between a backdoor Roth and a Roth conversion. And now that it appears that the Build Back Better Act may not pass in 2021, it also appears that the Roth conversion or the backdoor Roth IRA, I should say, will be or remain alive in 2022. So it's super important to understand the rules of the backdoor Roth IRA. So remember I talked about a pro rata rule. Now the pro rata rule only applies if you have other traditional IRAs out there. If you have no other traditional IRAs out there, So for example, Adam made a backdoor Roth IRA contribution after tax, December 15th of 5,000 bucks. And assuming I have no other IRA funds, I make more than 208,000. I have access to IRA Financial's 401k plan. So I can't do pre-tax, I can't do Roth. Now, what do I do? So I wanna do a backdoor Roth IRA, got a little bit of cash left over in my pocket, put $5,000 in a after-tax IRA contribution, And then the next day, I convert it to Roth. Since I have no other IRAs out, the entire amount of $5,000 can be converted to Roth. Now, let's say for example purposes, in 2016, I had an IRA of 5,000 bucks out there, pre-tax, okay? And it's just kind of sitting there in Schwab. 
And now, December 15th, I decide I want to do a after-tax IRA contribution of another 5K. Again, I make too much to do a pre-tax IRA and I have access to a 401K. Make too much to do a Roth. So my only option of putting more money into a retirement plan, since I max out the IRA financial 401K, is to do a backdoor Roth IRA. But based off the pro rata formula, since I already have a pre-tax IRA out there, the pro rata formula makes me aggregate all my IRAs. So 5,000 from 2016 or 17, based off my example, can't remember that far back. And the $5,000 I'm doing on December 15th, which equals 10. And now I'm converting five out of that 10, since five is the back door. Then 50% of my $5,000 contribution after tax from December 15th can only be Roth. So that means 2,500 I just did on December 15th will be Roth and the rest, the other 2,500 will remain after tax and my 5,000 from past will remain pre-tax. So it will take more time for me ultimately to remove or get all the other pre-tax IRA um, contributions to Roth. Again, if you do not have any other IRA out there, if you only have 401k funds, if the, if the after-tax IRA contribution is your only IRA contribution, you have nothing to worry about. There's no such thing as the pro rata. The pro rata only kicks in if you have other pre-tax IRAs out there. What's one way to get around the pre-tax IRA? Well, if you have access to a 401k at work, just roll over the IRA funds into the 401k so you have no more outstanding IRA accounts and then you can do the backdoor and not have to deal with the pro rata formula, which will limit how much you can actually convert of that after-tax amount to Roth. So again, just a few things to remember. Backdoor Roth IRAs, it's generally after-tax to Roth. You only need to do them if you make too much to do a pre-tax and make too much to do a Roth. And you're limited to six or 7,000 bucks. If you have other pre-tax IRAs out there, you may want to consider rolling them over to a 401k if you can, if you have access to a 401k. Because if not, your amount that of the after-tax contribution that you convert to Roth will be limited based off the overall aggregate amount of total IRA contributions divided by the amount you want to contribute and then multiply by that amount. So again, based off that example, five and five is 10, divided by the five, 50%, um, and times 50 times the 5,000 I'm going to contribute, 2,500 of the 5,000 after tax will go to Roth, the 2,500 remaining will be after tax, and that $5,000 pre-tax will, will remain. So how do I get that pre-tax 5,000 bucks from the past into Roth? Starting in 2010, there's no more income limitations, and you, no matter if you make $100 million a year, or a million dollars a year, or even a billion a year, you can do a Roth conversion. Now, the difference in an after-tax or a backdoor Roth IRA and a Roth conversion is a Roth conversion you're converting pre-tax to Roth. Now, some may say, well, a backdoor Roth is still a conversion. You're right. But for simplicity purposes, I'm trying to divide them up to explain the differences between the backdoor and the Roth. The Roth generally is done pre-tax to Roth. That is a taxable Roth conversion. Again, there's no income limitations anymore and you will pay tax on the value of you of what you convert. So if it's cash, clearly it's cash, right? You pay tax on the value of the cash. If it's an asset, an in-kind asset like real estate or a loan or a private equity investment, then it, the 
It's based on the value of that investment on the day you indicate you want to do a conversion. Now, generally, if it's an in-kind asset, you're going to want to get a independent valuation. Now, you don't need to hire you know, Pricewaterhouse PW to um, you know spend ten thousand dollars on a valuation of the real estate, but you're going to want a independent number, whether it's a tax record, truly a, a realtor, someone that can give you an independent valuation. Why? Because it's going to have a tax implication since that amount will go onto your 1040 and that will generally increase the amount of tax you own, or at least it will modify the amount of tax you own. So it's important that the valuation is accurate. Roth conversions are pre-tax to Roth. When you do a backdoor, again, it's after tax to Roth. So assume you do not have any other IRAs out there. It should not be a taxable event, but a pre-tax conversion to Roth is taxable. If you do an in-kind asset and convert that, course, you want to value that in-kind asset. If it's a Bitcoin or Tesla stock, very easy to find the value on the date of the conversion. Illiquid assets like investment fund, private business, or real estate, you want to have an independent valuation for that asset since it will trigger a taxable event. Now, the Build Back Better Act, which is in the Senate and um, just few days ago or so, Senator Manchin said that he will not support it. So it seems as of at least pre-Christmas 2021 that the bill, which sought to eliminate the backdoor Roth IRA and the mega backdoor Roth 401k, along with some other provisions like limiting Roth conversions, pre-tax to Roth starting in 2031, may not be part of a bill. Now there's a good chance the Build Back Better, whatever it's going to be called in 2022, will be refined, modified, probably um, shrunk down a bit, but you could expect that the Biden administration is gonna push pretty hard and try to find common ground with Senator Manchin and get something passed. So hopefully these IRA provisions don't make it into a uh, slim down Build Back Better Act bill, but it certainly can. So we're not out of the woods yet, although it does seem if this bill doesn't get passed in 2021 and gets passed in 2022, we are being told that the backdoor Roth IRA will remain intact in 2022. Now the Roth conversions will likely get packed, passed to 2032. So that means for the next 10 years, you can still do Roth conversions pre-tax to Roth, excluding any income levels. So even if you make a billion dollars a year, you can do a Roth conversion. Uh, why? Uh, it brings in a lot of money, right? Just like in 2009 when Treasury realized that conversions are good. So let's get people to do them so we can get premature tax revenue. Uh, same thing here. Democrats realize we need more money to pay for this bill. We really think it's an important bill. We need more money. Conversions uh, are a great way to stick that in there. Even though they pushed it out for 10 years, they wanted to get it in there um, down the road, probably to pay for some um, extensions of some of these programs uh, in the future. So right now, it looks like the Build Back Better Act is dead uh, in 2021, but it probably resurface in 2022. So uh, again, it's going to be important that we uh, understand fully the difference between the backdoor Roth IRA, which is still an option in 2021. Again, if you 
make too much and have access to a 401k at work or your spouse does and you can't do any more pre-tax IRAs, assuming you max out in your 401k. If you still have room in your 401k, you can always go higher in your 401k up to 1231. The employee deferral limit is 19.5 or 26,000. So I encourage everyone who hasn't maxed out yet to, um, if, if you have the capacity to do so, consider it. And if you have, the backdoor Roth IRA is still viable where you can put away six or 7,000 if you're over 50, irrespective of income levels into an after-tax IRA, and then immediately convert to Roth. Um, again, just remember the pro rata formula. If you have other pre-tax IRAs out there from past years, you uh, will be limited in how much you can convert of that after-tax amount to Roth. Whereas on the flip side, the conversion is pre-tax to Roth, which still remains intact today and probably for the next 10 years if the Build Back Better Act or some later version passes. If not, it's going to hopefully remain um, a strategy going forward and you pay income tax on what you convert. Not capital gains, but income tax on what you convert. Cash is cash. Uh, if it's uh, more... Uh, difficult asset to value like like real estate or investment funds or private business, you're going to want a, a separate independent valuation um, for that amount. And then that amount will go under 1040 and your tax rate will be adjusted based off your total modified adjusted gross income. So there you go. Those are the differences between an after-tax uh, backdoor Roth and a Roth conversion. Um, just quickly, why you want to do a Roth conversion uh, a couple reasons, obviously, um, being Roth is great, right? Because so long as you're patient and you can wait five years and, and until you're at the age of 59 and a half, whatever you pull out as a Roth distribution will be qualified and thus tax free. So that's pretty cool, especially if your income level is going to be high once you're over 72, then being Roth and having tax free capacity has advantages versus if you feel like you're going to be in a low income bracket after retirement, then you know Roth conversion maybe doesn't have as much value because your tax rate will be low anyways. So thus you can just pull out money out of your retirement plan um, pretty economically. Um, obviously, if you think you're going to home run, conversions are great. The younger you are, conversions have more power. Um, and you know ultimately, there's no right or wrong. Uh, it, it's some risk because you're obviously paying tax up front on future potential gains. Uh, I've said this uh, on a YouTube live last week. You know, one extreme is the Enron, you know, Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns, where um, you, you pay tax at a higher value and you're left with nothing. And on the flip side is, you know, the Bitcoin, Tesla um, side where you, you buy these appreciated assets super cheap and now you have all this tax-free growth in your account. Now, again, in order for this to work, you need to be patient. You need to keep the Roth open at least five years. Wait till you're 59 and a half until you pull the money out so you can fully uh, take advantage of the tax-free growth uh, built into that account. So hopefully now you fully understand and are comfortable with the difference in the backdoor Roth IRA and what a Roth conversion is. Even though technically a backdoor Roth IRA is a conversion, again, it's easier to separate it out and focus on the fact that Backdoor Roth IRA is after tax to Roth and a Roth conversion is pre-tax to Roth. No income limitations on Roth conversions. Um, and ultimately the, the Build Back Better Act has not been passed. So backdoor Roth IRAs are still fair game. If you make too much pre-tax to do a pre-tax IRA or access to a 401k and are not eligible to do a pre-tax IRA, 
or you make more than 208,000 in 2021, married, filed jointly, and cannot do a Roth, then the backdoor is your only way to push more money into an IRA. Uh, although if you still have room to make more contributions in your 401k, up until 1231, I strongly uh, suggest uh, you do that because especially if you're getting a match from your employer, three or 4%, the more you contribute, uh, obviously, you know, the, the more money you'll have in, in a retirement plan, which ultimately is your, your best way to save. So there you go. Thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate your support. I want to wish y'all happy, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Uh, hope you spend time uh, with your family, you're healthy, safe, and uh, enjoy your family. Um, otherwise, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, you can pick up two other podcasts I do, Adam Talks as well as Ad Mail, anywhere you listen to your podcast. And um, you know, have a great, great holiday. And thanks again.